0: Hello,
1: hi everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Environmental Podcast. Yeah, this is our podcast where we investigate different aspects of sustainability each week. Mm-hmm.
0: And we are in the midst of talking about the fossil fuel industry.
1: Yes, and this. We actually, instead of doing one month for everything, we're going to take two months and just talk about energy, where energy is now, where it where it should be, where we think it should be, where it should go. Um, and we're in week two, so I feel like we have so much left to learn. I have so many questions. Yeah, um, we do.
0: We do have a lot left to learn because we started out this week with our research and we wanted to dive into a perspective on the fossil fuel industries that we knew we wouldn't agree with, or yeah. we wanted a, a differing opinion. We, we didn't want to just, you know, cognitive bias choose right that we would like fully agree with. This is a topic that is like highly controversial. So like we really wanted to kind of see what the other side is talking about, I suppose. Totally. Yeah, totally.
1: And I kind of just want to, instead of, yeah, like you're saying, just take our cognitive bias and turn it into our two months of study or like a, a deep dive in investigation into that issue. See a whole thing, make an, see a, the whole picture and make an informed decision around the whole picture. Um, yeah,
0: yeah which is probably going to be challenging because it's challenging a lot of opinions out there. It's mostly, (laughs) turns
1: out it's mostly opinions.
0: Turns out. Yeah. Um, But the book we read this week is called the moral case of fossil fuels by Alex Epstein. Yes. To. Did you
1: check? Did you check that? I did. I went to check it and I kept forgetting
0: Um, to see if he was related to Jeffrey Epstein. Um, well, unless that was scrubbed from the internet, I did not find any evidence.
1: Could be, that.
0: totally possible. Um, but
1: that's yeah. This <laughs> book was written in t- <laughs> this book was written in 2014. So I do think a lot has happened in the past seven years. Um, so uh, it's seven years ago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing in 2014? We I'm met in 2014. Middle. I have no idea.
0: I have no idea.
1: We were like. Hi, it's nice to meet you. Oh,
0: that's true. I think we did meet in
1: 2014.
0: Yeah. yeah. Anywho, yes. Anyway. The world, <laughs> the, world it, the world was absolutely a different place in 2014. I think that is, that is a good caveat to this book. I think that... Um,
1: yeah. However, I learned that, and then I did go stalk Alex Epstein on Twitter... Um, He's still saying the same thing as he said in this book. So it's with with like other different figures. So it's not like not that much has changed. From their side of things. From their side of things, yeah. Um, Interesting. Okay,
0: yeah. So this book was really, I mean, as the title infers it's really talking about kind of what benefits fossil fuels have brought to humanity in
1: yes general this book is a love letter to fossil fuels
0: i <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> it's a little thirsty for like some attention from Exxon or something like. it's Yeah.
1: Yeah. Th- and it's a little like that's such a good way to put it. It's a little like I feel shamed for like I feel like this person would say shame on you for just like not thinking fossil fuels every day.
0: Uh, thanking fossil fuels every day
1: yes like shame on you do you ever thank your mother like by the way yes i do but like it it feels like that to me it's a lot like they never get any credit the fossil fuels have been our part are super important in the world i'm not denying that either I don't think anybody would, because fossil fuels. We talked about it last week. Has been hugely beneficial to humanity and the growth of our species. For, Absolutely, yeah. Our ability
0: know? to innovate and create the technology that we totally. rely on today. Totally right, and, and and I think that's the biggest like.
1: That's the point.
0: Qualm I have with this book, though, is that it assumes that environmentalists are not aware of that fact.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like not thankful for it or like not thankful for progress or something along those lines. I'm not sure. It feels really defensive.
0: Almost entirely. Yeah. Um, yeah. But – them i mean yeah there's a lot of individual arguments that we could make with some of the points in this book um
1: i don't want to give air time
0: yeah exactly yeah it's just sort of like a lot i think you used the term cherry picking ob uh, when we were, yeah. we were speaking when we talked about Elvis it separately. Here, yeah yeah and I think that that was a really good term for sort of how some of the main points of this book were were made. Um,
1: yeah,
0: was that it was really cherry picking different different arguments and maybe you know, like the most extreme environmentalists who think that we need to completely divest from fossil fuels like today. Mm-hmm. And he's really running with that as if that's the perspective of everyone who considers themselves right. environmentalist
1: or anybody that doesn't consider only human benefit as their standard of value. So a few things really stood out to me is that he really equated fossil fuels as like the thing to think for everything. Um, which i'm i as i was listening i was like yeah fossil fuels didn't do that a doctor did right human ingenuity
0: did that was like yes we used the tools
1: right that we had right right I, I use asana every day um but i don't not a hot sauna asana
0: the as- program <laughs> asana.com
1: <laughs> and i don't and i don't equate my entire ability to create strategies to Asana. I use it as a tool. And it feels like fossil fuels have been a really incredible tool for us to use and continue to be an incredible tool for us to use, but they did not cause the human ingenuity and the growth of our population and our world and like our ability to thrive. Right, Right. It's a great tool. Mm -hmm. Thank you. But I just, I can't, I can't ascribe all of this causation that he, that he shares throughout this entire book to fossil fuels being Mm -hmm.
0: there. That's a good point. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like, right. He's, he's creating that, that relationship that like, that cause relationship. But it's like, if, we had didn't develop and and if we weren't able to you know back before the industrial revolution like harness the power of fossil fuels like humanity would have figured out something else totally but it's under be, but because we didn't because the history right. like played out this way he's assuming that no other technology would have come along and and right. that that was the only way that this could have happened. And I don't necessarily know if that's true. I think that's right. just sort of like a, yeah, false like equivalency. This is
1: just what happened.
0: Like, right. Yeah. Right. That is what happened. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Of course, more energy equals more ability to thrive. What that energy was come from, what that energy comes from in this scenario doesn't super matter. Because right. if we had – Reliable energy from a different source, we still would be where we are today in terms of technology. Or somewhere around it. Right. Yeah. Like right. Or, right. right. We might be in a different space. You know, it's like uh, correlation versus causation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, cool. We have less malaria. That's not because of fossil fuels, it's right. correlated with fossil fuel use because we use fossil fuels as a tool on a regular basis. Right, but I just can't get there with like because because we've used more, we've done better.
0: It's like, right, and that continuing to use more would only mean that more good things happen. Right, which is definitely the argument that he's making.
1: Yeah, like a lot,
0: almost every. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's kind of hits you like. Over the head, like with this yeah. messaging, and he—I mean—the terminology used is also something that I've that that we definitely found kind of problematic. Um, that every time he refers to fossil fuels, he uses the terms "cheap and reliable" or "cheap yeah. and reliable energy." Yeah, which is sort of like I feel like I'm I'm being um, brainwashed a little bit. Like it, yeah. it feels. <laughs> You yeah. just like, think little, a little
1: like, like, are you convinced yet? It's cheap and reliable. It's right. Cheap and reliable. I really want to drive every time. time. Yeah. This is six hours of hearing the term every like two minutes. Um, it had the opposite effect for me. Uh-huh. I um. got angrier. <laughs> I, I, it was really triggering for me. Actually yeah. the term cheap reliable sure i don't know how i don't know how reliable something can be that you know is going to end but like the term cheap the using the word cheap when it comes to fossil fuels was really triggering yeah it felt like what about that's because it's subsidized that's because it's invested in that's because it's built on the backs of people that you exploit in areas that you exploit on a regular fucking basis, yes. we do not pay the true cost of fossil fuels, and we never have. So, where did the term "cheap" come from? That it, mm-hmm. every time he said that word, I just like "check your privilege" flashed into my brain, and I was like, "I, I can't." I, I actually, I actually just stopped listening to it because I was so triggered by it. I, I have less than an hour left. So I was like, "I think I fucking get it." Yeah, yeah, you're not
0: missing anything. I think that that was really what, like, brilliantly said. Um, that it was. And he, yet, so, 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 on one hand, he continues to use this term that it is cheap, that the volunteers are cheap, doesn't ever mention any of the like ethical, socioeconomic issues around yeah areas of the world that are yeah. heavily exploited for the production of fossil fuels that's never yeah. never 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 ever mentioned
1: he never says that but there is like one sentence that was that said something about how there's one small part when he was talking about the risks of fossil fuels and the one of the risks was like um the attribution error or something like that. Um, where his his point was that people have attributed terrible things to fossil fuels that shouldn't be attributed to fossil fuels, like corruption, because that happens in every large industry. Um, and there was another there was another example that he gave in that part. It's in chapter mm-hmm. track six or seven. Um, that and I and I believe that that was where I stopped okay, because. I I had hoped that he would cover that issue and he he glossed right over it with just saying like, there's always a bad apple. It doesn't make it like <laughs> basically. It, I, and I was like.
0: I know. It's the same. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like the way it's like cool. You can gloss so easily over the moral cases against fossil fuels, right? But at the same time, you're saying that like the issues around solar and wind energy are so great that we cannot, we cannot innovate right. and make those better.
1: We can't look it's at the impossible. big picture of those.
0: Yeah, In, right. That like the yeah, and, and that was really a trip for me Mm -hmm. yeah it was just sort of like you're really like you're completely ignoring the actual real history of areas of the world that have been not only have had their environment completely destroyed but like groups of people governments like wars have broken out like this is it's not as simple as yes. cheap and reliable. Like cheap for who? Cheap for you? 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 Because you get to go get gas cheaply. Like, right. Who, what scale are we on? What?
1: Right. <laughs> what is this? He does. Uh, he does say what scale he's on. Though. Yeah. It is fully the American human scale. Mm-hmm. He his his uh uh scale of value is that what mm-hmm. he that's, that's the term he used, is human benefit, yeah, and societal human benefit, and specifically he doesn't say this part, but white societal human benefit.
0: It has to only be that, right? Because you what like right, it is right. it's only the only examples he gives is that. More fossil fuels make it easier for you to have more potential for happiness because you have the ability to drive to a
1: jiu-jitsu class. class you, yeah.
0: His his example was he he gets to do jujitsu.
1: Cool. Yeah. Um He did talk about hospitals in Kenya um having if they that, that less babies would die if they could have more energy, which isn't false. It's not false, it's not un, it's not untrue.
0: That's not untrue.
1: Right. Um so that helps bring more people in, but that's like one of the only examples that he gives that like isn't just directly related to ha- like westernized happiness.
0: Yeah, right, right. Yeah, that part made me feel really weird as someone who's like, you know, like you I don't know. I don't think that privilege equates to happiness. I think, like, I'm like, that has that, like, completely. There's no, no, no. Like, I don't think, yeah, I don't, I don't see those as correlated in my mind.
1: Um, He did, though. That's his standard of value, Um, which was felt weird.
0: But aren't there – there's, like, studies about areas of the world that are the happiest, that live the longest, that are the healthiest. It's not fucking America, dude. No, it's, it's not. not. America. uh uh-uh. Like, you know no. – <laughs> you don't win on any scale. <laughs> like, <laughs> except for, like, the most out of touch. One. The,
1: the most obese. That we win. Yeah. We win on obesity and,
0: like, heart. COVID cases. Um, <laughs> like – Right. So yeah, it's a weird it's a lot of arguments that I think that d- that just really don't take the full picture into account yet at the same time he his only argument against yeah. um environmentalism is that it doesn't take the full picture into account and and that right. just feels really um hypocritical.
1: <laughs> yeah, it feels really backhanded um he yeah it's really hard it's really it's really hard to not be like fuck this Mm -hmm. um because I don't want to stoop to this level of like let's just talk shit about this other type of energy um And when I say other, it's just like fossil fuels. We all live on the same planet. Right. Um, Or this person, you know. But I feel like this book stressed me out. It felt, you know, there were parts where he was like, climate change is a problem, but it's not a problem that we're experiencing right now, but it will be later. Mm -hmm. Um, And... But it's not, but it's not now and we can just use tech to make it, to make humans safe.
0: Right. That was an interesting thing. Right. So yeah. Climate change is a possibility. He, yes, he agrees with that. And he thinks that it's just not as intense as, as environmental scientists are projecting. Yeah. And then we shouldn't worry about it. Okay. But it. It's a gnarly assumption to say that human ingenuity powered by fossil fuels will be able to protect us um, against the c- catastrophic climate change that's to yeah. come. That even he agrees is coming eventually. Coming. Um, but what I what I couldn't quite get was like, I don't like to what degree or what what climate. Event would happen that would convince him that that's climate change, you know, because right. it's not like it's not going to all happen one day, like right. You know, where all of a sudden, climates of, around the globe are completely altered. Like this shit happens gradually. So like right,
1: right. It's think- like a, if you put a lobster in cold water or a toad in cold water, and you turn the heat on, they they acclimatize to the temperature of the water. As it and then they as die. it in and then they fucking die. Yes, by
0: right. the time they
1: realize that they are cooking, it's too late. Right. Yeah. I don't want to be in that situation, and I don't want to damn our future generations to that situation. Mm-hmm. And I, I also don't think just like flipping the switch on fossil fuels is the answer. This guy, like this whole book, was black or white. Mm-hmm. You know, what is your standard of value? You can't have a humanist standard of value if you value non-impact. And it's like, that's not true. That's, that's, that, then I must be just a total fucking outlier then. Right.
0: He essentially says, if you don't like fast fossil fuels, you support killing humans. Right. Like- That's essentially, he's saying that, like, if you don't support fossil fuels and you think, like, renewable energy could actually power the world, you're okay with people dying. Because renewables can't power the entire world in their current capacity with the amount of energy that we use, which is, like, you're making so many assumptions right now. Like, whoa.
1: About my care. Yeah, he's not, he's also assuming a lot about our character but he and at the same time this book is so much like if we like you should be afraid you shouldn't be afraid of natural resources running out you should be afraid to lose the freedom to pursue more energy now I mean that's that's like a very close paraphrase quote
0: yeah yeah yeah. no I believe
1: that is in chapter two I I wrote it down.
0: He uses that terminology that we're yeah losing the the freedom or our freedom to um, to utilize energy uh, throughout the book for sure. Yeah,
1: right. And that's basically that's A, it's not true. But um, he what he's saying is he wants to be able to increase fracking. That's the that's that argument is that we should be able to frack more. Um, because most of the earthquakes that are caused by fracking, um, are small. Aren't that bad. Yeah. Aren't that bad. (laughs) We could go deeper into the earth. We can build the technology to go deeper into the planet. If, if only we were allowed the freedom to do it, Mm -hmm. that seems fine to him, but Mm -hmm. investing in technology for renewable energies, waste of money. Too
0: expensive, too challenging. We aren't. Yeah,
1: there. I don't <laughs> like that argument. I don't like how how it has to be or like an or, or argument. Mm-hmm. I feel like the fossil fuel industry gets billions of dollars of subsidies every year, and is and is pretty heavily funded. The research is funded into all of that. And has been for 70, 80 years. Yeah. So we we aren't there with renewables. And to say that it is a waste of money, like, th- does nothing to, to invest in it, to try to improve the technology, to try to figure out how we can retain renewable energy or share a grid over a longer, over a larger period space um, so that we can share renewables in, in the way that they operate right. is is I think is really irresponsible I think that's a very irresponsible message to write down
0: I, I, yeah I fully agree I think he's being like willfully ignorant at the fact that like every part of our infrastructure and society is built on facilitating humans a bit like use of fossil fuels so of course it's easier to use them of course, like we haven't built the infrastructure for how to harness and like store the renewable energy as well yet
1: right. Right. We need investments into but, that. We need to focus on that and
0: right. I, right. I
1: don't know how you can, on one hand say we need more energy. We need the freedom to get more energy. We need money and technology to get more energy, but fuck a bunch of that.
0: But not other energy. those options, yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. No. Yeah. That's what really didn't make sense at all to me. It was, yeah. Um, because fossil fuels already exist, that means that it's it's easier to just stay where we're at rather than innovate and make change because right. we're trusting that the fossil fuel industry will innovate and make change responsibly on its own. Right. That's fucking not – that's not going to happen.
1: It's never (laughs) happened.
0: It's never happened. Companies are not good at self-regulating. We look at their track record too and also look at all the fucking atrocities that they've caused around the globe and see that
1: they're probably not going to do that. Right. So last week, one of our main questions was can we separate the energy – from the industry and like that was something that we wanted to see if it was possible to do Mm -hmm. and that was one of the reasons why we read this book like to see the other side to see if we could separate those two things out he separates the energy from the industry because he, he doesn't and it just feels like a lot of privilege and like capitalist supremacy and like ter- like it just feels wrong to do. There's a bigger picture. I I don't think that I can separate the energy from the industry. I agree. I think that that's a question that I've now answered in for certain for myself. I, yeah,
0: <laughs> I know. I was going to ask you what your actual answer was, <laughs> and yeah, it's a no.
1: <laughs> no, it's a no. It's, it's a no. It's These things matter. Yes, if you
0: are operating um and totally cool with with operating with your blinders on yep um and that's not how we operate no here so yeah you right he 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 tried very hard to convince the reader that about the moral case of using fossil fuels but in doing so he he could only do so by ignoring every mm-hmm. s- social and just political i don't even know the proper term that like <laughs> can like encompass the issues that they've Yeah, got.
1: it is a, it's a massive, like we talked about last week, they have their fingers in every pie. Like they, mm-hmm. he have, he actively ignored all of that. He talked about yeah. slavery as a thing of the past. Hi. Not, that's not real. It's not, unfortunately. Yeah. It's not. And he talked a lot about the free world and on the same, in the same chapter. And like, just glossed over any, glossed over like corruption and political influence and like all of these t- like exploitations as a risk mm-hmm. that is worth continuing to use it. Because way back in the 30s or 40s or 50s, in London, people were like cool with breathing coal from the coal mine.
0: Yeah, that was his argument. Yeah.
1: That was literally the argument. Like, I don't want to. And we're t- we're saying this, where like people didn't ve-
0: understand a- the risks back then. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah.
1: I yeah. Right. I wanna, I really have- want to respect this person, but it's just I. I'm just, I just, I just, I'm sorry, I can't. I mean, no, like
0: there were some parts of this book that were like, yes, of course. like, Like there are things that are, the arguments were true that I agree with. Like totally, we need to figure out how to, Make solar and wind power more reliable, yes. um, and have a way to store that energy that yes. is safe. Um, I think that we do need to look into different ways to use hydroelectricity, um, yep. and maybe find I some also, middle ground. That yeah, I'm
1: also not anti-nuclear energy. No, by any yeah. stretch of the means, like, right? I
0: think that that does need a good like you know good PR. I think needs that needs a little reboot education and things I think that the public would be able to shift how we feel about that for sure
1: yeah Um,
0: and those aren't like like, lost causes that's not like uh, like what yeah no
1: all of that needs more investment and more like focus on building the technology and building it safely not less investment because it's less because it's it's less developed right
0: it's like, no, that's not that current, that in its current capacity could not meet our fuel needs. So we can't do it. That's essentially what he's saying. It's like, it's not worth investing in because it can't do it right now, but it's like, yeah. Can we not do a little bit? Can we not find a way to transition? Can we not like, yeah, it just, it feels very dismissive. It's, it's bizarre
1: um bizarre is a really good term to use it's
0: yeah so yeah yeah, it's it's really
1: yeah and it i want to respect this human and i want to respect the career that he's built for himself but i just have a hard i just fundamentally don't have the same standard of values Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and i don't i honestly his standard of value is human benefit I, I don't feel like he understands the industry that he is like representing while saying that his standard of value is of human benefit because there are a lot of people, <laughs> there have been billions of people in over the course of the past 100 years through this industrial revolution that have not been the beneficiaries of this industry. And I don't, and he doesn't, he ignores them and then just says that this is his standard of value. And I, I don't respect that. I can't, I, I can't get there. Maybe if, you know, I also understand like he, what is his, what is his, um, business called the, Oh, um, I it's like it an down.
0: institute for, yeah, it's, the it's a,
1: institute for human progress or something along those lines.
0: Yeah, um, it's it's very very similar to kind of the the content of the book where yeah he yeah. he really is an advocate for, fossil fuel usage. Um, he claims heavily that he is not being paid to do, to make these statements. Um, yeah, but it's like okay, but because you make those statements you're actually like he he does a lot yeah. of like talks and he make he he's he being paid, paid to be a speaker at a lot of um yeah private companies um so yeah what comes he's first paid. you know particularly you anything know, you're paid by them you're but that's fine yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah i just i fundamentally can't can't get there. And then I think, okay, what is my standard of value? Is he right that my standard of value is no impact? Because that's what he's saying is that there's only two things. It's like either human or no impact. Those are the two options, but it's not because I also do agree that like as a species on this planet and especially one that is so big and, and, so good at using tools and creating technology that we can change the climate. I'm not anti that like we should that we that we shouldn't be changing the earth or we should focus on not having impact. I just think that like plants and animals and bees and insects and birds and all of these creatures also get to have a place in my standard of value. Mm -hmm. And that's not what this person is saying. Yeah. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't have an impact. Otherwise, I would be doing nothing. But, like, I-, I think we should have an impact. I just don't think that we should be, like, actively fucking over every other species on the planet's life right. in order to, like, carve out a space for ourselves. And I'm pretty sure that it's very possible for us to live together in- on our planet. Balance. In harmony. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Why isn't that an option in his perspective? Why can't there be right. yeah, um ways where yeah, we kind of transition away from this technology, which he knows and and admits has right. is affecting our climate and
1: or use it supplementally or just Mm -hmm. use it less like we don't we don't need we don't need more fossil fuels we need more energy and those are two completely different things and he's using them interchangeably and I again think that that is irresponsible yeah I agree yeah I, I totally agree
0: yeah and it's it's so yeah I mean the arguments are kind of just sort of really cherry picked and in a way that is quite frustrating because I, I think that it really oversimplifies how environmentalists actually feel. And I think that, yeah, he kind of paints environmentalism in a really, really anti-human life way. And I,
1: yeah, Don't like that. It's reminiscent of like pro life, pro choice. Like how pro life people see people that feel pro choice is like mm. being pro abortion, which is totally a different mm-hmm. thing. It's not a pro death, pro abortion situation. It's just a pro, like my body, my choice world. Right. Which arguably is freedom. Don't, and that's their favorite
0: fucking word yeah,
1: um, maybe we, let's not go there because I think that it's really loaded for both of us, but it feels the same.
0: Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, it feels
1: like it feels like that argument.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: which also makes me so it it gets it's really triggering, It's really triggering. So mm-hmm. this book was just,
0: yeah, it was frustrating It's really frustrating. I wish that like, um, I wish it wasn't. I wish that it wasn't also. Yeah. I think that, that some parts of this are, and I guess books have to kind of be sensational like this. Like, I mean, he was trying to sell books. So it's like, if you really took like a really middle of the road approach, I don't think it would probably (laughs) do as well. Cause like, I don't know if
1: I agree. I mean, I I think that I, I think that the audience is pretty clear here. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think anybody that's like, have you read The Moral Case for Fossil Fuels? That's a really good read. Yeah, they're like white, older.
0: Like They were already convinced before reading. They
1: already, yeah, this is a confirming book. Yeah. But I feel like if he had actually approached this as what I had hoped that we were going to read, which is like essentially what we're talking about right now, a middle of the road, like we've been doing yes we should be thankful for fossil fuels we cannot live without them right now we need to figure out a way to transition out of them but it's not as dire as like climate scientists have been predicting since the 70s like that message is powerful by itself it doesn't sure. need this like love letter to this industry that is that is exploitative and like m- corrupt and medium evil
0: yeah 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 (laughs) that's the book i wish that this was yeah like an actual guide like roadmap to like how we can transition away and do so responsibly in a way that you know that meets the concerns of folks who have the environment in mind who really you know want to protect different ecosystems there are reasons why any environmentalist would fight against hydroelectric dam uh, like there are reasons for all of this and it's not just that we that they don't want human life to pro- pro- progress like,
1: like right. or that they value other things over human life like
0: right I- it's a weird yeah so it just yeah I made conclusions where it it really kind of shouldn't have and um yeah it's like it was yeah. definitely a bummer um. yeah because I think it's just divisive like it doesn't need to be this divisive like right. we all like no one wants to give up their electricity no one in you know no one really wants to radically change how we what we've become accustomed to but right. there can be moderate change over time and like why not try to do better just because right. everything is easy now because the system is rigged to be cheap and easy <laughs> for you know utilizing this energy type like why not make it better though like design that, right. that like I don't know. Yeah, I don't don't understand that. It's like somebody who before the Industrial Revolution who was selling like wood stoves and is like, I don't think that new energy is a good one because
1: I want to sell more. I'm sure. I'm also sure that that (laughs) happened. You know, like this feels like I wanted to say like, buddy, you are on the wrong side of history here because because I'm sure if we dug deep enough, we could probably find some wood stove salesman that were that wrote some shit. I mean that paper Cole wasn't as bad. bad. Yeah. Right. I'm sure we could find that. Yeah. And you don't need you don't need to switch yeah. to that. You just need to buy another stove. Right.
0: Yeah. There's always like, pushback against, you know, ingenuity.
1: But I'm so confused in this context pushed back against ingenuity from somebody that is a proponent of ingenuity who then like very loudly and proudly proclaims that he is not being paid off by the fossil fuel industry. Yeah. <laughs> Which like we talked about this separately but, but he has this whole thing in the very beginning where he's like talking to a Greenpeace person and She's like, do you want to sign this thing against anti-fossil fuels or whatever? And he said, I think we should use more fossil fuels. And he has this like long, like shower conversation with himself with like, and then he, he says, I think we should use more. And he's like, she could have said this and she could have said this other thing. But what she actually said is you make, you must make a lot of money. And his response to that was like, I am not paid off by the fossil fuel industry. It was
0: all of that was so bizarre because it was a hypothetical fake conversation with someone that he and where he just made up their responses like this. What this didn't happen. And it really right. did feel like when, you you know, like maybe he had sort of an interaction with a, with a Greenpeace person. And then like right. later on in the shower was like playing out what he could have said in the, <laughs> in the dead. Like you were yes. going to plan the
1: argument. We <laughs> all do that, but not all of us write a book about it, right? <laughs> like, I was just- Yeah. And so her cringing. response-
0: I was cringing. I know.
1: I was too. Be- and yeah. because her response was like, you must make a lot of money. Which is like had nothing to do with him, like nothing to do with her knowing who he was or him being paid off by the fossil. Fuel. It was really just her basically being like, "Check your privilege, yeah." Like you don't.
0: If she had hypothetically said that those words, then yeah, that's if that had what happened, she was
1: saying yes. <laughs> if that was actually a thing, yeah, yeah, right. And- Right. And so she was basically just being like, check your privilege because you are in a, you are in a situation that not everybody else is in and it is not cheap and reliable. Like that's what she's saying. Mm -hmm. Like, and his response was, was I'm, I'm, I'm not paid off, which is just felt so out of touch. And it was like, that's, that was in the first chapter. And at that point, I was just kind of like, oh, fuck, what are we getting ourselves into here? <laughs> like,
0: <sighs> There's really nothing more make, that would make me think m- that you are getting paid off more than you making <laughs> this completely fake argument in which you, the oppor- you get the opportunity to, to conclude the argument by saying you're not paid off by the, this industry where it's like, cool, dude.
1: Right. I wasn't thinking that before, but... Now I am, yeah. yeah. And now I'm
0: like, oh, so okay. Maybe you're indirectly being paid by them, or like, I don't know. I think
1: that his Dollar relationship is. with the I don't fossil know. fuel industry is pretty fucking direct. I like, didn't
0: hear that? Sorry. What? Oh,
1: that his relationship with the fossil fuel industry is pretty direct.
0: It's pretty direct, yeah. I mean, he does have a business in which he lobbies on behalf of the fossil fuel industry, so I'm sure he's got some funders that are
1: yeah got
0: their hands in some
1: pots definitely definitely not he all of all it's all donations that come into his that come into his um you know his nonprofit right (laughs) through an independent lawyer and he has no idea where where those funds come from it's It's not
0: it's yeah, it's not from it. It says it says the name. It doesn't say Exxon, so I'm not being. Right. Paid off. Right. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, it's, listen
1: it's, to the crisis are... if you want to learn how um, fossil fuel industry uh, pays off politicians and business owners to like to do to do things without having a name associated with it. The 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 crisis. The podcast.
0: The crisis podcast. Yeah, yeah. I highly recommend. Um.
1: They yeah. They they just lay it out how um the industry pays for things without having their name on it. So right. it's
0: pretty easy to do. Yeah. I mean, it's like of course they wouldn't directly. Ugh, it's such a silly. Yeah. It's it's a very very frustrating read. Um. Yeah. But a position that a lot of folks take. Yeah. Um. It is an easy position to take because you want to continue not thinking critically about the things that you may have contributed to that have done bad in the world. You want to look at your life in rose-colored glasses and you don't really want to fund progress. That's okay. That, you know, that's you, That you
1: have, and you can do it all under the guise of the benefits of growth within humanity. If you want that, this is just read this book, you'll feel a lot better. But, um, yeah, I don't think it's for our audience. It's definitely not. I'm not, <laughs> not going to recommend it to you because you're going to get mad.
0: Yeah, yeah. It is an interesting kind of like, I really as frustrating as it is, I think it's good to look at stuff like this. It's always good to kind of see how these conversations are playing out in, mm-hmm. in circles that are not your own. And I think totally. that not looking at this is irresponsible and where, and we don't want to do right. our research that way. We exactly. want to, so like, but he made a lot of claims in this. And I think, and this month we're going to do we're going to we're going all in in research so next week we're going to talk about more things that we've independently researched we'll give you a bunch of resources that we'll dive into Um, because he makes a lot of claims about you know about climate scientists and and things that and predictions that have been made that have not come true and and like you know climate related deaths and and global malnutrition and stuff and all of these things that he claims have been have been better have been made better by fossil fuels, right? So I really wanted to like investigate the claims that he's made and really kind of see what climate
1: scientists are basing their you know yeah. what studies. I want to know on. what's actually happening. Yeah, yeah. Like without without the like glasses, the rose colored yeah. glasses. Like I, I genuinely now have heard every every point from news sources and books and media and i think the only thing we can do is like yeah read deeper look at studies Scientific. talk to like learn from scientists
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's another caveat i think he's a he is not a scientist and that He
1: says he's been studying climate for a long time though i don't know
0: i'm Okay, we reading things that's. I mean, I don't. I, I I will take the word of a scientist over the word of a philosopher who clearly benefits off of. Yeah, having a perspective that is this. Um, yeah. Do I think all scientists are good? I think that you know some some studies are funded. In a way that is semi-corrupt, I definitely think that there are flaws in how, you know, some studies are done for sure.
1: On both sides of the line, absolutely,
0: yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I think, yeah, we're. I'm looking forward to doing more research and kind of really kind of, yeah, head around. What do
1: you want to know?
0: What do because I want?
1: Essentially know? next week you're going to do research and I'm going to do research. And then we're going to tell each other about what we learned. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like overlap. It's good. There's going to be some overlap, but I want to yeah. like,
0: I want to know wanna... what folks like what is currently be like, what's the, what's the accepted research that's out there that, you know, I've heard the claim that like, you know, 99% of scientists believe that climate change is, real and will have effect on the global ecosystem within the next, like, few years. Like, it's gone,
1: like,
0: there's, like, a timer countdown thing happening in New York City. Like, what is that all based on? Yeah. And... I mean, I also, yeah, we did a bunch of research into, like, oil subsidies and tax breaks, too.
1: <laughs> <But> yeah, that's <laughs> that something I like, want to really know more about. I spent some time like, on this week. I want to know more yeah. about, like, money. Mm-hmm. Like, where does money go? Who's funding what? This who's funding what? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I-, I kind of wanted to spend some time looking into funding for all the different types of energy um because that's really a huge driver here Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um i also want to know more about the risks behind solar and wind i know
0: about them more than like the risks of actual fossil fuel usage which is (laughs) weird yeah
1: yeah i i understand it a little bit um Mostly because I live with a solar scientist. Well, he's a solar engineer. So, I and we're working on that with our house. But like, I so I don't, I don't understand it. Well,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, that's a and good one. I- yeah. What else do I want to learn? I mean,
1: oh, was that I was him? Talking- there he is
0: speaking of a uh, solar scientist
1: <laughs> I don't have a door on my office yet one day there will be a beautiful purple door here and then we'll show everyone um
0: yeah I mean gosh I I don't yet know all of the things that I want to research really like
1: What about places like the most like where where Mm. is the oil where is the fossil fuels like Mm. when he talks so much about like the availability what does that mean where is it. it He makes
0: a lot of claims about about being a ton of oil but it's like and he acts like it's just easy to get but it's we know it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I also kind of want to do some digging into like really some of the injustices of the fossil fuel industry in general that were so that were completely left out of this book that I think yeah. if you're if you're arguing a moral case and you leave out the fucking atrocities yeah. over the course of the past seventy years,
1: um, right?
0: Really doing a disservice.
1: Can so. you also, when if you're gonna like look into evil shit, just mm-hmm. to see like he talked about rare mines, also um, rare mines for getting stuff from the solar and oh yeah. The wind, um, like building those infrastructures. Yeah, and there are right. There are more rare elements that
0: that are used in those. Yeah,
1: yeah. Can you do you? Would you mind like just kind of adding that sort of because it seems like whether it's mining and there's a lot of labor and stuff, mm-hmm. that's when you when we start to like tip really into those injustices when there's a lot of the the industry pieces happening. So I'm curious to see if there's a similar type of injustice when it comes to renewable energies or if that's something that is like actively being fought against in the renewable industry, which in my mind it is, but I've been wrong. I don't know very much about all the stuff that that happens in the world. We can't, right? So that's something I'm curious about.
0: Yeah. Right. Is... Right. Who who is funding the creation of these renewable energy sources, and are they operating ethically? I yeah right yeah right. We that it would be an assumption to, to say that they to were think that they're, but right. They're still a business, so it's totally possible. Right. That they're still they're
1: still an, an energy business. Yeah. And the energy business, like system structure is morally corrupt so it's a good question
0: yeah yeah gosh um yeah guys if anyone listening or watching has any questions then definitely leave them in the comments or let us know you can hit us up um we are not hard to find mm -mm not hard to find at all dandelion branding um you can also find us living brand directory sure can dandelion underscore branding on instagram
1: yep underscore the living brand on twitter Pretty me up everything
0: is in the description of this video actually if you just yeah just scroll down.
1: down subscribe and then scroll down
0: <laughs> yeah while you're at it join the club so uh, yeah as we investigate this stuff further and just kind of digest it and then
1: put it on out there
0: for you and talk about it yeah just
1: talk about it
0: yeah right these conversations should be happening I mean there's no harm in right doing research we you know
1: yeah, yeah we... and this is literally guys this is literally just us having a conversation about this stuff we're sort of telling you but a lot of it is just us bouncing back and forth and like just discovering and talking and and feeding off of each other in terms of like the information that we are learning please have these conversations with your friends and family <laughs> yeah
0: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's, right, yeah, there's a lot happening in the world, and um, there's a lot that we can learn from each other, and folks are doing really good work, um, but there's a lot of folks that aren't also. Yeah. And it's just as important to learn about
1: them. Yeah. So <laughs> Root them out and
0: expose
1: them. Uh,
0: that's not necessarily the goal of this podcast, but- no perhaps an unintended consequence. Yeah, it Um, happens
1: sometimes.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think this book offered an interesting perspective on what the other argument is.
1: and, and, And it's a shame that it's an other argument to me. Yeah. You know?
0: It's a shame. Yeah, I mean it's yeah, it's the way that things go in the states where it's just got you know, if you if you're not with me, you're against me, kind of a thing. Like it's yeah. such a
1: it felt like that. And it's like yeah. if I have to choose that after listening to this, I'm against you, bro.
0: Yeah, I don't like being put in that position. And I'm automatically gonna be like, all right, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't need yep. you, dude. I <laughs> mean, like
1: Nope.
0: I, yeah i mean i am thankful for my electricity and yes i am have i have a car that i drive and um but i am also totally cool with working towards a future that allows us right. to live so right we'll see yeah yeah you learn okay that's yeah. it Yes, thank you guys so much for watching
1: or listening. Have a beautiful day.
0: Yeah, right. Bye.
1: Bye. Next time.
0: Bye.